The following radio show does not contain flash photography, but does have full-on entertainment right from the start. It's Wednesday, the 10th of June. My goodness, it must be the Sunday Times Festival of Education. Taster Show with me, Russell Prue. Good afternoon. It's just gone 12 o'clock. You are very welcome to today's amazing Taster Show. On the show, we've got a range of really interesting people. We've got Nick Corston, we've got Alex, we've got Ben Greenslade Stanton. He's head of jazz, rock and pop at Wellington College. We've got Howell Roberts. He's speaking at the event. We've got the amazing... Ian Pickin. He is the festival director. He's telling us all about, including the super glamping options this year. Amazing. Joe Heppel is the managing director of the day, an amazing newspaper uh, online for young people just to kind of find the news out. Really looking forward. He's one of the speakers at the festival. And of course, Tilly Brook from Now Press Play. You are so, so lucky to have this amazing conference right on your doorstep, listeners. And you have to get along there. If you haven't found the website at all yet it's www.festivaloveducation.com be nice to commune with you this afternoon on our live taster show we'll be tweeting about it in just a second but if you use the hashtag use the main hashtag for the event it's education fest hashtag education fest super tag me as well with at russell prue in there and i'll give you a mention in today's live show as we come to our guests in turn of course if you've got your mobile phone handy you can have downloaded one of our free apps absolutely advertisement free and of course free to you and you can enjoy the live show on your mobile device be really good even works in the car as well amazing uh, you can send us a text our text number is 85010 remember to start each text with the word radio and today's show is all about previewing, tasting the amazing ambiance that is the Festival of Education. It's the 18th and 19th of June, just next week, just a few days away. I'll be catching up with Ian Pickin in just a second. This is the Sunday Times Education Festival Radio Show, powered by Anderton Tiger Broadcasting, with Russell Prey www.festivaloveducation.com Listeners, it's always good to catch up with the show director, the festival director, the man himself, the amazing Ian Pickin. Welcome to the show, Ian. How are you today? Thank you. Yes, very, very well. Um, it's great to, great to be talking to you again. Um, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to next week. OMG, can't believe it. I mean, it is just amazing. It is so much bigger, and you've done an amazing job. I have to say, listeners, that uh, Ian is, of course, Director of Summerhouse Education, the main organisers of the event, and Ian has an awesome responsibility. Ian, it seems so much bigger. Is that a fact now? It is, without a doubt. I mean, over the, the, the last three or four years, we've grown by almost 50% year on year. Um, and this year at the moment is looking like it's, it's going to be no exception to that. Um, the, the numbers of people coming from, from schools across the country is phenomenal. And it's, it's, it's transcended it just being a pure um, teacher thing. It's now we're, we're getting students coming along because we've got some amazing stuff for students um, kind of camouflage learning activities, scuba mm. diving, wall climbing, CSI, mm. um, forensic scenes, um, and, and great stuff for senior leaders as well. So it's across all of education, and people really appreciate that. And parents. Let's not forget parents. That's right. Indeed, there's plenty of stuff for parents here, um, and some really good key learning things to help them understand about uh, how their, their child will be taught at school and, and, and some of the key things to, to help them with their, their um daughter or son's education brilliant now the venue is absolutely superb the weather has been very kind to you in the past do you do you have sight of the long-range forecast for next week it's not looking so bad um we always book good weather well in advance <laughs> to make sure that happens and, and this year will be no exception and somehow with the type of people you've got speaking and the leadership at uh, wellington college i'm sure you're very close to the person that controls the weather as well i have to say let's absolutely let's talk about the uh, people speaking who have you got on the list this year who should we who should we look out for 
I mean, there's, there's some incredible keynote speakers this year. Um, it, it's fantastic that, uh, that we'll, we'll be kicking off with Nikki Morgan, obviously the Secretary of State for Education. Mm. Um, she's uh, starting the show at, uh, at 9 o'clock on the Thursday morning. Mm. Mm. Um, we've got a very eclectic mix of people from the, the key educationalists, um, such as, as Michael Wilshaw, um, right up to, to people like Ken Robinson and the Carol Dwecks, those real thought leaders in education that have really got uh, a, a great message that people cling on to mm. and helps take forward education in, in many different ways. Mm. Um, as well as those, those people, we've also got a level of celebrity, as we always do. Now, these are not just randomly plucked celebrities. These are people that, for one reason or another, have a passion for education. Or an and, album. Have an album out. <laughs> they might have just got released an album. Might that have been a key criteria? Uh, that may also be the case as well. Um, <laughs> Obviously, referring to Tiny Temper, um, I mean, fantastic to have Tiny Temper on board. He is a true role model. He is coming to talk to the students primarily uh, about application, about focus, about attitude. Yeah. Um, he's very keen that, that he got to where he is, not just from, from a stroke of luck, by really putting a lot of effort into what he's doing, by yeah. studying hard, by working hard. Yeah. And that's the message that he's going to, to portray to, to students at the festival. He's not your average rap artist, I have to say, although I, I have to be very careful choosing from his library, so we can't play all of his tracks for a number of very good reasons on there. But I will be playing, yeah. featuring some music in today's show. Um, uh, just amazing. I can't believe it. And, and yeah. as you say, a great role model as well for young people and a great crowd uh, drawer. His Twitter following is enormous. It is, that's right. Twitter and Facebook between the millions. Um, so it's lovely to see that, that you know he put out a message yesterday saying that he's looking forward to being at the at the festival um, on both Twitter and Facebook. So yeah, you know, thanks, Tiny. Wow! And you've got lots of practitioners talking as well. And you've got Ross Gill talking. You've got a whole range of what you said thought leaders, which I thought were opinion formers as well, and opinion leaders are also very important to have on the show. They are indeed. Um, this event is without a doubt the, the foremost event for thought leadership in education. And as you say, you know, we pull together the, the, the great and the good. It's like a who's who of education. Um, and what has been important to us over the years is that we have this layer of um, as, you know, influence, and as we said earlier, that, that are actually working within education. They are still perhaps teachers or they've been teachers throughout their career. Mm. They've come up with good ideas. Mm. They are talking to other teachers, mm. and they will make things happen. They, will, they are the movers and shakers, and they're coming to talk about what they've seen happening in, in education and how they feel it should move forward. Brilliant. Well, if we've wet anyone's appetite and you've not found out about this, listeners, you need to head across to festivaloveducation.com. Everything is on there. Now, I notice also, Ian, that the yurts have been upgraded to almost mini hotels. Tell they me are. about the glamping arrangements. Snooze box. Um, yes. Rather, this isn't just camping or glamping. This takes it to a whole new level. Mm. It's like a, a small hotel room all to yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, there's two beds in there. There's, there's no canvas. Um, it's very comfortable. And perhaps best of all, it's just, you know, a few minutes stroll from the actual festival ground itself. And with electricity. I just couldn't believe Indeed. that as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all, it's all looking really good. And, uh, you know, it, it's a level of comfort that, that everyone will appreciate. But at a price that's actually much cheaper than hotels. I noticed that the local hostelries have uh, bumped their prices up, which is a good and bad thing. It shows the popularity is at an all-time high for you. Uh, but it is also good to stay on site because you've got a social event as well. Tell me about that. Which is brilliant, yes. Um, we, we've got a, an, an evening event which is involving a number of different bands from, from local colleges, but these are, these are very, very good quality bands. You know, These are bands that you're likely to see in the future. Yeah. Um, so we've got a concert going on. We've also got an area just to, to chill out and talk to other people, to network, to meet the people that, that are at the festival. Uh, there'll have been a lot going on during the day, so the conversations at, at, at this event, this social, will be fantastic. You know, everyone will be talking about all the stuff they've heard during the day. It is really good. Now, if you're a first-time festival goer, what's the top advice from you? What would you suggest to them? I would suggest first and foremost, don't wear a tie. Um, this is a festival, and it's you know, it's a great day out or, or a great two days out. 
Um, the thing is, when you get to the festival, have a look at the program, or even go now to the, to the festival website, festivalofeducation.com, click on the program link there, and have a look at the program. Just have a decide about what sort of thing you want to go and see. We've got about 15 venues um, that, that run eight sessions a day. Um, over the two days so there's an awful lot of different stuff going on so it's worth having a look in advance to see what you might or who you might want to go and see talk um, but one of the other great things about the festival is that, that we have a really strong showing of exhibitors and sponsors that aren't just there purely to, to sell what they've got but they're there to engage in the conversation to talk about the innovations and the expertise that they have in, in the sector and also to find out as much from, from teachers and senior leaders and parents and, and students what's going on as they are to, to show you about what their products can do for your schools. Mm. And we're engaging with some of those exhibitors and sponsors because they're on today's show as well. Fantastic. And of course, some people choose to launch products at this event as well because it's a great place to showcase that kind of innovation you've spoken about, which I think is really, really good. Let me just remind mm -hmm. listeners as well, you, a great point you made about going to the website, festivaloveducation.com. Uh, but also, listeners, if you want to get engaged with Twitter right now or onto the Facebook page, it's a lovely way to see who's coming, who's talking about what from a more independent kind of view. So at Education Fest, that's the uh, Ian's Twitter handle. If you want to get in contact, then at Education Fest, or you can use the hashtag and tweet into that asking questions. You'll always get an answer there as well. There's so many people on that hashtag and the hashtag is hashtag Education Fest. Just really rich in social media this year. I'm completely blown away ian i really am it is we've got a fantastic person working on the social social media for us and, and he's really or him ian and his team um have really engaged with the the speakers and and the exhibitors and the sponsors um, and other partners to really get the, the festival noticed um it's it's key to know as well that, that the last two years education fest has trended on twitter uh, which for an educational event is is really quite quite a phenomenal achievement um, and we've no doubt that, that that will happen again this year. So, yes, do do look out for um, at Education Fest, hashtag Education Fest. Brilliant, absolutely. And it's a great venue as well. So, I mean, I can't believe you wouldn't be interested in any of the programmes, but it's a great opportunity to poke around Wellington College. It's a gorgeous <laughs> venue. It is an absolutely stunning venue. I mean, it's, it's without a doubt we're very lucky to be using a venue that, that, that is so beautiful, and it's worth coming along to see the buildings and the grounds of the college itself um the the setting is is perfect um essentially and also an extra bonus you can get a conversation with dr selden i know this is anthony's last festival but uh, as the master of the house and the principal of the college uh, he served it very very well but he's moving on the end of this year and this will be his last festival are you celebrating that in any form or can you tell me about that yet well you know there, there may be something happening there <laughs> um i can't i can't feel too much at the moment but um you know w one of the key things here is that that anthony did this was his idea initially yeah. six years ago um, and, you know, he sowed that spark of having a, an educational event that was celebratory um, as much as purely a, a CPD and, and a learning angle. Mm. Um, and since Summerhouse have been in, involved from year two, we've really latched onto that, uh, that, that ethos and also to the fact that it is a festival and developed it in many, many ways to make it even more celebratory, even more of a positive learning event for teachers but also somewhere where people can connect and and, and engage and socialize and and as I say, just be part of a great festival. Absolutely. It's a very relaxed affair, listeners. If you've not been, this is a great opportunity. If it's your first one, just get in there, get the shorts on. As Ian says, ties off, uh, <laughs> wear something comfortable, relaxed, and just enjoy. But it's the sort of place you can just bump into Anthony, and he will engage you in conversation. He and he's a yeah. very informed, mm -hmm. very softly spoken gentleman. I really enjoyed my conversations with him last year. Just amazing, relaxed. and. Who knows, you could bump into Tiny Temple, any of the other celebs, and have a, uh, a gossipette with them. Ian, it's been an absolute hoot to chat with you. I wish you every success next week. I am so looking forward, uh, as a, a sponsor and an exhibitor, I'm so looking forward to coming uh, again. It's an amazing opportunity for us. And thank, thank you very you. much indeed, and the best of luck to everyone, and have a great show, and thanks for joining us today. Fantastic. Look forward to seeing you next week. The Sunday Times Education Festival. www.festivalofeducation.com Text the show now. Just send the word radio to 85010.
Banks here and absolutely love that. It's a quarter past 12. You're listening to me, Russell Prue, right the way through till one o'clock. We think we're just going to come up to the one o'clock uh, deadline with our show. If we squidge over a bit, I hope you don't mind at all. Uh, some Still some more great people to be interviewed on our live show. Uh, it's an amazing uh, conference and you just have to get yourself across to the website to find out what's going on. www.festivalofeducation.com That was the show director, Ian. Absolutely loved my conversation with him and it just shows the the friendly approachable attitude of the whole event i hope you enjoy the show get in contact don't forget you can tweet us up uh, i want to say hello to nick corston thank you very much indeed for your additional tweets you're very very good and a fact and an amazing tilly brooke who's up next in just a second she's been doing an amazing job uh, tweeting away there from her her company website now press play that's not easy to say i have to as you'll find out in just a minute. Uh, uh, amazing. Just amazing. Keep those uh, texts, those tweets coming. It's an easy way to get a mention. And, of course, this uh, radio show will be up on my SoundCloud site for you to listen to again a little later on. It's all happening here. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Sunday Times Education Festival radio show with Russell Prue. The Sunday Times Education Festival. www.festivaloveducation.com uh, listeners, you won't believe the investigative skills I've had to employ to track this young lady down. It's Tilly Brooks. She's from Now Press, Press Play, and she's in Malaga. OMG, what are you doing there? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm calling from sunny Malaga. I came over. Um, doing a bit of work over here, and, and yeah, it's great to talk to you. Excellent. Now, if listeners don't know anything about Now Press Play, it's all about the pink headphones. Hashtag pink headphones. Mm. You're doing a flash mob. What's that about? We are. We're going to be at the Festival of Education, and we're going to be doing some um, flash mobs in the morning and the afternoon, and people can participate or they can watch and see what's happening, and they'll be taken back in time to ancient Egypt to guide the fairy spirits through the underworld or bounce across the surface of Mars. You never know which one it could be. There's many others as well, um, so it's going to be lots of fun. Amazing. Now, we both know what we're talking about, but for listeners that have never come across the pink headphones again, what's it all about? Yeah. <laughs> so now Press Play is an immersive um, primary resource where the children put on a pair of wireless headphones and they become a character in the story. And they move around and they learn through doing. So they hear sound story and, and it's a really fun way of engaging children with the curriculum, especially those who, who may struggle in a traditional classroom setting as well. Brilliant. Can you tell us when these flash mobs or are they above the nature of them? Oh, Will it be a surprise? The nature of the flash mob is that it just appears um, magnificently in front of you, but it, it won't be happening when the talks are going on. So it will be in between. Kind of in oh, the and there was I expecting you to interrupt <laughs> the Secretary of State for Education with pink headphones. She wouldn't know what hit her. My goodness. How exciting. We'll, we'll look out on Twitter because we will be like just before we'll be sending out some messages saying with the hashtag pink headphones and of course the festival of education hashtag excellent so, um, come and check it out and if listeners you want to find out more you can either follow the hashtag or you can just look them up now press play an amazing product an amazing resource thank you so much for your very busy schedule i'm really pleased we tracked you down to a a, a swimming pool in malaga <laughs> <laughs> that's what i call business dilly i have to say bless you looking forward to seeing you next week have a lovely time travel safely back to us and we look forward to seeing thank you at the you. festival and thanks for joining us not at all brilliant tilly brook everyone bye. from now press press play thanks a lot take care <laughs> bye listeners my next guest live on the telephone is joe heppel he is big cheese at the day the managing director there joe welcome to the sunday times festival radio show good to have your company tell the listeners about your product i'm really excited uh, well, the day is an online news service for schools, um, 11 to 18, uh, mainly secondary schools, although we have just launched um, the day primary, which is um, aimed really at Key Stage 2. But the day itself is mm. uh, yeah, an online news service. We provide um, new bespoke articles, features and content for teachers to use in the classroom and for students to help develop their critical thinking and to start engaging with um, underlying issues and stories from, from the news from 
around the UK and around the world. Mm. This is a bit more than just curating the news, isn't it? You actually rewrite the articles and you use language. I've had a quick look myself and really impressed with the style uh, and the kind of editorial angle that you bring to this. Yeah, it's, it's very important to make the point that there's no aggregated news on here. So everything that we, we write is you know, independently produced. Yeah. Um, and it's completely from you know, independent, non-biased perspective. So arguably unlike every or at least most other um, news outlets out there. So our, our aim really is to, um, yeah, to, to look beyond yeah. just what's happened and get to the, those underlying issues um, get to the implications, get to why this story really matters, and then also to present different opinions on, on what's happened so that our readers, whether they be teachers, students, or, or parents even, um, can develop their own uh, perspectives and start thinking about it, about it for themselves on a, much, on a much deeper level than perhaps a lot of our um, news media is set up to do. Oh, absolutely. And I love your tagline on the website, News to Open Minds. Absolutely spot on. And um, I can't believe I've not seen the product before. I'm really <laughs> excited. An amazing discovery this afternoon. I mean, so, so what did you learn today? I learned there's hope. There's hope for our young people. It's amazing. <laughs> so you're talking on Thursday, 10 past four, at the Sunday Times Festival of Education. What are you going to be chatting about? Um, really, why, just what you said, really, mm. why, why the news is so important mm. um, in terms of, uh, for, for, for our young people and why it's important for them in terms of certainly the academic studies, opening, opening their mind up to um, think about different perspectives and different issues and different events, um, but also why that's an important habit to get into. I mean, we, we say that, you know, if you read an article from the day uh, over, over a five-day period, then you'll start thinking about things in a very different way. You'll start mm-hmm. looking at um, uh, stories in uh, a way that has a, a, a bit more depth and you start being able to be aware of uh, different perspectives um, and ideas so we think we can um, you know help students to get ready really for a lot of the challenges that they'll face um, as they get older um, we know that everybody who's um, looking to uh, you know employ um, students in the future you know they really want people with what we call transferable skills yeah. where they're starting to think about um, things and make decisions for themselves and yeah. reflect properly and we think we've got a um, you know, real role to play in terms of that. So we'll be talking about the importance of, of news, really, for all of us, but particularly for um, students. Um, and everybody must, you know, start getting involved and be aware of what's happening around them. Absolutely. We've seen some good examples just in the last few months with major broadsheet newspapers just not writing articles because of their vested interests or they've yep. got loans with particular banks that they don't want to report on. Perfect examples like that have been hanging around now. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also um, it's also what what kind of news is covered and and what kind of news is explored with um, with young people, certainly in schools. So one of the things we'll be talking about in the um, in, in my talk will be the um, the recent uh, Charlie Hebdo incident. I think that's a really good that's a really good example of mm. a news story that everybody will know about mm. to a certain degree. But what what, I, what we really want is for um, teachers and students to explore those kind of events in, mm. in the classroom mm. because that's actually a gateway to all sorts of you know moral issues, mm. um, how we should um, uh, treat one another, the role of uh, the role of art, the role of media itself. Mm. So that we don't want people just to know what um, you know just to be Charlie means. We want mm. everybody to be thinking about why some of us are thinking. Well, actually, well, I'm not. I'm not Charlie because um, you know maybe I wouldn't want to. Um, Mm. produce a cartoon that might offend people mm. um and so we want people to go on to the next level really to really start um thinking go beneath the go beneath the surface kind of critical and deeper level thinking is very yeah. much needed if people want to find out about the product where can they go is there a website that we can go and look at yep so uh theday.co.uk couldn't be any easier than that could it really and we if we want to make to it as straightforward as possible yeah. amazing and if we want to follow you on twitter and that's at the day news brilliant and they are on thursday listeners at 10 past four at the uh, I, I don't know where you are but we'll find you on the main program anyway but they're chatting and if you give a conversation as good as this then they will be very very pleased to hear from you joe it's been a real pleasure talking about you a very exciting product all the details on the website listeners go and find out more this is a very interesting product my uh, curiosity has been sparked and ignited thank you very much indeed joe brilliant to talk to you Thanks, Russell. Thanks Joe Heppel there, everyone. Thanks very much indeed. 
You're listening to the Sunday Times Education Festival Radio Show with Russell Prue. I think the measure for me is when I find out something new, and I'm pretty well versed in what's about on the market landscape for products and stuff, and I had no idea. That's the day, an amazing newspaper curated on a daily basis uh, for young people. And it kind of fits really nicely in schools that are trying to produce radio shows on topical subjects, and it kind of chimes really nicely. So looking forward to hooking up with Joe Heppel at the event as well. He's uh, one of the speakers at the conference. Thanks very much indeed. I want to say hello to the songwriters at Wellington College. Thank you very much indeed, Ben, uh, for your tweet there as well. Very talented group of young people who are performing, as Ian said earlier in his interview, on stage at Wellington College during the Sunday Times Festival of Education. Uh, just coming up, well, it's just gone 25 minutes past 12. You're listening to me, Russell Prue, live on the Sunday Times Festival of Education Taster Radio Show. Should have had a jingle made with that one. That's a bit of a mouthful, but that's what we're doing. We're previewing some of the really exciting bits so that when you get there next week on the 18th, you've got a pretty good idea of what to go and see, what's happening, who's doing what, and where to visit. It's an amazing conference. Don't miss it. Uh, the tickets are still available. There's still capacity there. Get onto the website, festivalofeducation.com. Find out and book your tickets. And if you haven't reserved your glamping pod from Snoozebox, it is absolutely fantastic and a great hotel. Just lovely, lovely features there's are pictures of that on the website and you don't have to go out into town you can join enjoy all the hospitality that wellington college has to offer keep the text coming keep the mentions coming you easy to get a mention there as well uh, i want to say hello to the epea awards uh, they're listening as well epa uh, awards.co.uk uh, that's uh, education fest they're saying a reward to procurement in schools chat to lorraine for more information well i'd certainly like to do that is lorraine available now because that would be a, an absolute hoot uh, keep the text coming keep them coming it's lovely to know that you're listening tell me where you're listening from because we do get a wide a really global audience here as well if you're listening outside the uk give me a shout it'd be nice to mention you on the website this is the sunday times education festival radio show powered by anderton tiger broadcasting with russell pro www.festivalofeducation.com uh, listeners, my next guest live on the telephone is Alex. Alex is from History Heroes, and we love her. We love her to Bix. Alex, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Sunday Times Festival of Education. My goodness, tell the listeners all about History Heroes, please. Well, it's great to be here. Um, History Heroes is uh, there at the moment. At the moment, there are a set of four new history card games um, that cover. Uh, in general, a thousand years of history in a different theme. Um, they're the 40 most significant characters in each theme. So at the moment, there are explorers, scientists, sports heroes, and World War One, which obviously doesn't cover a thousand years. It covers that specific time sure. period. Um, and it's it's in its simplest form. It's a game that you can slip in your bag, your pocket, etc. Um, that has a range of facts about all these 40 greatest heroes mm. that range from easy to hard mm. and also have kind of fun joker facts. They're also fantastically illustrated. So at its simplest, you can just have a game anywhere with anybody, um, all ages and all stages, just trying to guess who the the character is in history from the facts read out about them. And it's... So at its simplest, it's a kind of fun way of a bit of stealth learning, a bit more history fun. We have also um, started rolling them out in workshops in schools, and Mm. they've gone down fantastically. Mm. Um, They're a great way, you know, you you can also use them in drama workshops, you can use them for debating, you can use them for the children to kind of create timelines and themes and then present they're just a, a a great resource that you can play around with in lots of different ways and learn along the way it's nice to hear that you don't need batteries for this well exactly i mean you know a lot of people have asked me um whether it will go digital and to be honest i suspect at some point there will be an app because again the great thing about digital kind of setups mm. is that is the flexibility you know you can kind of uh, duck and die mm. with a lot lots of different bits of information mm. but one of the usps of this and one of the the things that we feel most proud of is exactly that is you really 
you can take it anywhere, mm-hmm. you can use it anywhere, you can go outside into the school playground and use it, you can take it to an airport, you know, so there's no, yeah, it, 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 and also it's about interacting, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, call me old-fashioned, <laughs> but it's actually no. great I'm to brilliant. sit down with a range of either pupils or family yeah. or friends and just have a bit of fun and, and shot car learn along the way. No, I think we get that. We like that. Once upon a time to be different, <laughs> you needed the app. And now, something more traditional. That's standing out. I think it's a lovely way to stand the product out, head and shoulders above everything else. It's really go anywhere. I like it. Play it on a train without annoying everyone else. If people are interested <laughs> and they want to find out more, and I so do, Alex, I have to say, where can they <laughs> oh, find good. you? Where can they find you at Wellington College? <laughs> We will be at stand S29. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also intending, we'd love everybody to come and visit us, and we, we can bore for Britain about History Heroes. But rather than just boring for Britain, we're also going to run a History Heroes challenge whereby people can come and see if they can guess the character from Facts Read Out, and they win a Cadbury's Heroes chocolate if they do. So, huge incentive obviously amazing and if they want to connect with you on uh, twitter where can they find you um uh, we're at history heroes uk okay that's at um, and we're, yes at history heroes uk lovely excellent and the website again just in case people are not coming along and you really should come along to this event it's amazing listeners if they can't do that and they just can't wait and they've got to find out more about you where can we find you on the web alex we're on www.historyheroes.co.uk. There is a bit of a theme. Um, and also we're on Facebook as History Heroes. And, we, you know, we'd love to hear from anybody whether you're coming or not. We, you know, we, we, yeah, we just like spreading the word. And you do it so eloquently, I have to say. It's a really good website. <laughs> Congratulations. And whoever, it's a beautifully designed website. And that alone really drew me in. And thank you so much indeed for answering our call to arms, as it were, uh, for guests for our first Taster show. Look forward to meeting you in person, Alex, for the moment. Thanks so much for joining us and have a great event there. Have a lovely summer. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. The Sunday Times Education Festival, brought to you by Summerhouse Education. Listeners, my next guest joining me on the phone is the amazing head of jazz, rock and pop at Wellington College. It's super-tastic, Ben Greenslade Stanton. How are you, sir? I'm very well. Thank you for such a, um, an exciting introduction. You as are well, by there. far I, the I, um, poshest. I must get you to do a voiceover for me personally. <laughs> and then I can, Whenever I open the door, I can have that <laughs> playing back. I do ringtones. I class. I can do ringtones. It's not a problem. Oh, Just, yeah, uh, fantastic. That's a great idea. But then, then I, I always have my phone in my hand. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I usually do. Emails pinging all the time. Don't tell whatnot. the master. Don't tell the master. Uh, and an amazing job and a great description. We met last year. Really hit it off. Loved you, loved you, loved you, and have been following your work ever since. Tell the listeners what you've been up to. You've had a cracking year. Yeah, it has. I mean, when we when we spoke last year, it was just a, a, a couple of um, it was a couple of weeks before. Well, it was very. It was a week before we took um, our, our songwriter group mm. over to Nashville and Memphis mm. on a on a tour over there, performance tour and recording, um, which was which was great. It, it truly was, and um, we created a you know a feature length documentary film um, on that, and then basically you know i still i still i still that's very much a benchmark really and um actually you've heard it here first we're i'm just in the preparation of planning the next one which will be version two of that um which will be for around um around this time 2016 so next next year so july 2016 we'll be looking at that and and changing some plans but um since since coming back this academic year we've had you know, we've had some some new songwriters join in. Um, there's the music here at, at Wellington. We've had loads of great concerts across the spectrum of, of genres as well. So um, some great orchestral things. We've had some some great guests come in. Um, we've had the MMA music conference here just recently. Yes. So it's it's really been um, it's been a fantastic year actually. And you've had great success in the future with past students as well. I mean, just to name one, the fabulous Will Young is a past um student uh, of he, the college he is yeah and um and he's just released a new album in fact um in the last couple of weeks and well actually for that mma conference that i, I mentioned we had another one of our 
uh, ex-students, uh, who's a um, fantastic song singer-songwriter, Narina Pello. Yeah. Um, she came in and, and did some um, did a did a master class um, on songwriting there for that as well. So um, so yeah, we're certainly we're certainly got a good back catalogue of students. <laughs> it's always good to have them, I have to say. You never know when you need to rely on that alumni for some opportunities, and it's always really good. Um, what are you looking forward to the most for the festival? Oh, well, you, you're putting me on the spot. I mean, there is... I, I can't... I, cu- I couldn't say... I couldn't say, to be honest. Okay. I mean, I certainly... We've got some of our students performing, which I think, yeah. from from my perspective, that is a great opportunity for them to, um, to, to perform mm-hmm. for the many guests that we have here and you know the the ed fest is very much you never quite know what what could happen mm-hmm. at any time you never know who's going to be watching and who's going to be around mm-hmm. so it's that's great and i think that's that's part of it as well it's an exciting atmosphere lots and lots of great things to to see and learn about um so yeah it's hard for me to pinpoint one specific thing that I'm looking forward to. Well, I love the way that you put the students at the top of that list, and I think that's what I like the most about you. And I was also very impressed with the standard of the music. Very kindly, uh, we uh, uh, showcase some of the music on the show, and I hope maybe you've got an, another CD or another memory stick for me, and perhaps some more content as well that we can play and in, enjoy in our shows. The two live shows going out one each day of the two-day conference. We'd be lovely to catch up with it, and, and maybe if you've got any students as well it'd be nice to give them an interview opportunity I'd love to interview someone and then play some of their music and uh, and give them some exposure there i'm just absolutely always blown away by the standard that you achieve with your students i mean i've, I've just no idea how you get them to that standard well i mean it is very um it, it's a there isn't there isn't a specific answer to it especially mm. for for songwriting you know in in as far as musical ability and, and instrumental playing and, 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 and aspects like that. You know, it's, it, it, there's, there's talent, but there's also hard work and practice and, and dedication and those things. But as far as songwriting goes, it's, it's a different thing. You know, some, um, it's, 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 it, it's very much, it's similar to creative writing. All of these different, different artistic um, adventures that you can go upon, um, it's, it's it's very much one of these indefinable um, <clears throat> skills, and and there are so many different ways. You know, we for our songwriting, we meet up on a regular basis, and and we play through. Um, or, you know, if, if if some of our students have got some ideas, or they've been working on something, they'll play that. But then we'll take apart other great songs, um, and a lot of it, it does come down to. Um, kind of personal relationships and just sure. being able to hang out and and be comfortable with your surroundings and, and people and supporting each other as well. So, um, so there's a lot that goes into it. How do you actually assess the work? Well, again, that's, that's, that's quite, that is quite tricky. I mean, it is, it's for, as far as assessment and, and, a, and a mark for, for these sorts of things go, mm-hmm. that's, that's not really what I do. You know, I'm, I'm not kind of there saying, you know, I'm going to give this song, you know, 11 out of 12 or whatever that is. But um, I think on an individual basis, we, you know, we'll hear the songs or work with the students and and maybe go, well, this is great. You could try this. It's very much just about throwing some different ideas into the mix and Mm. and seeing where they go with it. But it's very much, um, you know, giving them... um, giving them the space and and the the confidence really mm. to to um show what, and and express their own personal feelings and and how they what they want to get across so it doesn't have to chart for them to get <laughs> to get a mark although some of the stuff is that good i can't but i've just remembered something of my favorite the sunday roast from just That's amazing right. yeah. the just the instrumentation in that is breathtaking ben it's breathtakingly good well yeah that i mean that is last year we i mean the sunday roast we had three of them were in upper six so so they graduated last year so we've got um this year, you know, one of our original, um, the original founding members is still in it, although he's graduating this year. So mm-hmm. it's it's very tough, you know. It, it's tough to um, to 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 re to fill some great shoes, yeah. but 
but we do and then and then the the ensemble morphs a little bit they will be performing um next next week i think next wow. friday afternoon for a little slot on the stage as well so um so yeah Good, brilliant. Can I just get your Twitter handles off you? Because there's quite a few. There's a song where it is, the Welly Songwriters and everything. I'll just get all that. So, listeners, if you want to follow this, just an amazing lump of creativity that goes on at this amazing school. Um, yeah, okay. So, well, basically, I'll give you the music department one first. So, mm. so the, the general music department Twitter handle is at Welly underscore music. And... Um, that's a great one to check out, um, showing what, we, what we're doing in the department as a whole. Yeah. And then the songwriter specifically we have, um, which is uh, at Welly Songwriter. Um, that one's sort of a bit more specific to that, that team of songwriting. There's, sure. there's all sorts of, there's, there's a bunch of different ones. Actually, my, my personal one as well, which is at BGS Funk as well. If, any, if your listeners wanted to get in touch with me direct. <laughs> as well sounds like a record label well you know (laughs) one day one day maybe it's always a pleasure (laughs) i'm so looking forward to the performances i love the creativity that's going on there and um your sheer enthusiasm and drive it makes such a difference thanks very much for joining us on our taster show and i hope you have a great festival and thanks thanks again it's a real pleasure to know you thanks very much and to you too you're listening to the Sunday Times Education Festival Radio Show with Russell Prue. Thanks, Ben. Absolutely love him. He's so full of beans. Amazing. Uh, and I said, if you tweet the show, we'll give you a mention. So big hellos to Laura McDonald. Uh, she's from BBC School Report. Now, we absolutely love BBC School Report. It's all about getting young people completely and utterly engaged with the news. And if you've got things like TV stations and radio stations in school, you can do some amazing work with that. And I'll give you a shout out as well um they are at the conference and so if you want to come along and see them have a chat with them find out what what's going on and how to get involved still time to register for uh, next year's it's usually in march an amazing event as well and often really really good bits get showcased on mainstream media as well so just head across to the bbc.co.uk forward slash school report it's all there and big shout outs big hellos to the fabulous laura mcdonald there who is big cheese in that particular organization I think she'll be at the event on the Friday. Nice opportunity to chat with her. Uh, Still loads to come. Uh, My favourite I've left until the last. Although, how can you have a favourite in this group here as well? But uh, uh, Howell Roberts, who's speaking at the conference, really interesting guy. He's still to come. And Nick Corston, probably also my favourite. Everyone's a favourite, really, as well, from Steam Co. He's very exciting and really good to listen to. Don't go anywhere. There's still loads more to come. It's just gone 20 minutes to one. We should be done at one o'clock so if you've got enough time to just hang on in there with us it'll be really good if you have to miss the last bit then you can catch up on soundcloud.com forward slash russell pru i'll put the url up on the website and tweet about it later on this afternoon hi this is debbie forster managing director of apps for good and you're here listening to russell pru Listeners, I'm really pleased to have on the telephone a co-founder, and we do love a co-founder. It's Nick Corston from Steam Co. Nick, how are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. And that is absolutely Steam Co. I think if it's a company with a co in, you've got to be a co-founder. We're all about co-work. We need to work on the timing there. (laughs) Tell me, and the listeners, of course, all about you. Um, The website is phenomenal, but tell the listeners if they've never come across Steam before. Blimey, who needs search engine marketing with you digging us up like that? Fantastic. Um, So Steam Co., um, in a nutshell, we power communities to inspire children with creativity. Basically, what we do is we help schools and groups of parents and local communities run what we call Steam Co. Days, which is a, a day of creative thinking and doing activities, typically about 20, mm. staged, staged by artists, creatives, parents, local businesses, working mm. with teachers to give the children a school day like no other across what we call the STEAM skills. That's mm. science, technology, engineering, and maths. Well, that would be STEM, but we spell STEM with an A, so A for art. Mm. Suddenly, you're bringing left and right brain thinking together. Well, some would say that art is the new literacy for this century. I think you'll find, actually, uh, Sir Ken Robinson, in a, in a TED talk he did, which a few people have watched since he did it, I think 300 million views, <laughs> he says, um, 
he actually said in that in that book quite famously that creativity yeah. is now as important as literacy. That's not to say literacy is not important, no. but we have to start valuing creativity. Absolutely, couldn't agree with you more. And and w- what's missing is that bit in the the science, technology, engineering, and maths, or or math if you're from certain parts of the the world. Um, I completely and absolutely get it. But how do we do it? How do we convince educators who are following such a tightly defined curriculum and are being measured only on that curriculum's progress? How do we find time for this activity, Nick? Well, it's very important. So I was at um, Mayor of London, Boris Johnson's education conference a couple of years ago, and Robert Winston was on a panel. Yeah. Yeah. And they were talking about STEM this and STEM that and million pounds going into this at second year and million pounds or so millions going into higher education. Yeah. And Robert Winston, Professor Winston, banged his fist on the table and said, we've got to get them in primary. Yeah. Now, everybody I say that to, everybody nods and says, fantastic. But all the primary teachers in the room kind of hide their heads because these people are flat out teaching kids yeah. to read, write and do math. Mm. You know, they haven't got time to learn about coding, to be creative experts, to be co-creation innovation gurus and material scientists. Mm. So what we, what we do is we tap in to the latent abilities and skills and knowledge within the community mm. and bring that into primary schools. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Where can the listeners find out more about this? Well, we've got a, a website, believe it or not. So there's a bunch of information on there. Sure. Um, and that tells the backstory. I mean, I... Yeah, Ken Robinson. So Ken Robinson is, is speaking at the Festival of Education on Friday tomorrow. Mm. Uh, it's tomorrow, I can't remember. I've done what day of the week it is. Next week, it's and next week. Uh, You'll be there early. Although week. it is set up, you could have a good time there. I don't think there's any food day yet, but you're very welcome to go there tomorrow. Nothing, nothing like live radio. <laughs> no, indeed, there isn't. And, um, and yeah, so I saw Ken Robinson. Ken Robinson's TED talk four or five years ago, mm. and and really was quite blown away by that. And that that's inspired us to to start this project. And, and creativity in all its forms. So we, we tend to think of creative thinking and doing activities. Not, so this is not another day of arts and crafts. No. So, you know, don't go reaching for the art supplies and, and the catalogues to order up some sugar paper. Sure. This is about a whole range of activities. So those, those 20 creative thinking doing activities might be coding. We've taught in one of 20 activities, we have taught 250 children, key stage one and two, to code a Raspberry Pi mm-hmm. to make a Lego robot crocodile bite their finger. Mm-hmm. That went in, that went on um, Wired magazine, picked up on that, the BBC filmed a documentary, been on Al Jazeera, 150 million people on a global Al Jazeera bulletin. Brilliant. Uh, you know, it's, it's quite remarkable. So that's one extreme. Other extreme, we do cardboard modelling, newspaper engineering, the science of music. We built an electric car, um, which we raced at Goodwood with the Green Power Trust. Wow. You know, rockets out of bits of paper. But it's remarkable what you can do when you really get down to it in creativity. And I think a key thing is how that inspires the school community. So as a result of the coding work we did in St. Saviour's Primary School in, um, in Paddington, where my, my sons are in school, they now have two code clubs every week, a key stage one and a key stage two code club. Wow. They also, they also have a car club now on a Thursday night, my, my nine-year-old goes to, and they're now training and preparing for this year's Goodwood race. And, these are, and that's run by the school... I'd, I like to say caretaker, but I always get a slap for calling a caretaker. Facilities site manager, whatever site manager. people yeah, they call these Lee Higgins, amazing guy, doing an incredible job working with the children. If you can get the, the, the facilities manager, yeah. the site manager to work with children, to work with Mr. Harding in year six, this is a level of collaboration you know, unheard of in schools as far yeah. as I'm concerned. No, I'm much needed, I have to say. Some of the best conversations <laughs> were had with the, the janitorial staff at the Myers. Janitorial. That's, that's, janitorial. Um, that's, that's a good leg, comedy that word for you. That's, that's back, a... back to the Beano, that is, I think, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it just? Some of us grew up it's, it's on good stuff like that. It's interesting, that. actually, because there's, there's, there's another aspect to, to the Steam coasting, which I think is the, the USP, to call a marketing phrase. Sure. Um, it, it's, it's the way that we... we if you, uh, Boris Johnson at that same conference presented some research, and it's something like 57% of children, if you ask them what they want to be when they grow up, they yeah. say rich. Yeah. Now, not every child can win the X Factor or play for Arsenal or Tottenham or whatever you support. You know, we have to give these children real role models. Yeah. Now, the UK is famous, it's world-renowned for its creative, creative gurus and creative geniuses from music, art, design. So what we want to do is, is establish a program called Inspirators. And Inspirators, which are like creative ambassadors, we get to come into a school on one of our Steamco days and they do 10 minute talk at the starting of, of the opening assembly. Sure. They talk about their life, they talk about what they do, they talk about their schooling, how they've connected their school back to what they do today. Yeah. 
They then run an activity with the children for 20 minutes, which we film. All those assets, all those activity plans, all that information gets packaged up, put in a website and sent to any school in the UK that wants to do the Paul Smith fashion design course, the Zaha Hadid architecture course, or the James Dyson vacuum cleaner course or whatever. Mm. And and, and what we've we've signed our first inspirator, so you're not getting a word in edgeways here, are you? So we've signed our first inspirator, a young inventor designer called Dominic Wilcox, who's invented a driverless car. Wow. Now, this, this driverless car, you can say, wow, this driverless car has got stained glass windows, so you can't see out because it's driverless. You don't need to. It's got a bed in it so you can sleep because you don't need to sit up because it's driverless. It's a crazy zany invention for our time that has been displayed in the glass case outside the design museum for the last two months. So he's up there. He's got two referees on his website, Paul Smith, the fashion designer, and Thomas Heatherwick, the designer of uh, the London Olympic torches. And that's the kind of talent we want to be getting in front of our children to inspire them. Yep, I'm sold. Um, You don't have to convince me, matey. I'm completely... (laughs) I'm on the page, around the backside, and I'm back on the page again. Absolutely right. I expect to see you in the mosh pit then, Russell, at Inspiration which is Inspire a Nation, get it? And that's basically a massive feature that we've been working with the organisers of the uh, Sunday Times Festival of Education on. Sure. And basically, a massive tent. We're going to have 20 creative thinking and doing activities for children to engage with to give them an idea of what Steamco might look like. Yep. We've got a central stage, and on that stage, every hour, we've got people doing talks, not to academics, not to politicians, but to the children. Brilliant. So we've got Sir Peter Bazalgette, who's chairman of the Arts Council, coming in and doing a talk to children about art and engineering. We've got Dame Julia Cleverdon, who runs an organisation called Business in the Community for Prince Charles. And, and she's going to talk to children about what a responsible company does and how a responsible company, like some of our sponsors, Barclays, National Grid, sure. Dell, Cassar, how they can work with their communities to make Steamco's days happen in, in their children's school. It's going to be an amazing experience. And then we've got a debate, a debate on Thursday at 2 o'clock entitled, Are We Teaching Creativity Out of Our Children? Right. Because there's been a bit of a backlash bubbling around on the back of Kim Robinson's new book, Creative Schools. Yep. And, you know, and it's almost that there's people are saying that creativity should be banned in our schools. We shouldn't be using this language in front of our children. And we think we absolutely should. So we've got an amazing head teacher, uh, Rachel Snape, from a, who's a head teacher at a school in, in Cambridge. She's amazing. She plays ukulele, and she's actually doing ukulele lessons on this, on Inspiration one day. <laughs> we've got a young teacher, Becky, up from Bristol, who's one of Guy Claxton's disciples on the building, learning, power thinking. Sure. Um, we've got Julian Rubenstein, who's a comedian and an entertainer. Do you think sort of Michael Moore meets Alan G meets Russell Brand? <laughs> That's Julian. So he's going to bring a bit of an entertaining angle to, to it all. And it's all being shared by Mike Ramsden, who's off, um, he used to read the news on BBC London. Wow. And we've got Donald Clark as well coming up, who's a big sort of prolific blogger, who's, who's actually written a blog recently that we should ban the word creative. So I, I think we've got our own festival in, in itself, the Steam <laughs> Festival within a festival. Couldn't be any better. Now, you talked festival about the stuff on the website. What's that website address? Where do we go, Nick? Good call. The website address is www.steamco.org.uk. Our Twitter handle is f. T3AMCO, so that's Steam Code, but with a three instead of an E because we're trending. Mm. Um, that's Steam Code gone. And um, the hashtag is going to be Inspiration, Inspire a Nation. And that's what we're hoping people will do. We're hoping people will take their turn to get involved with Steam Code and go out and power their communities with creativity, whether they're parents, carers, artists, technologies, teachers, whatever. Let's do this for our kids and let's set them up and get them in primary. Brilliant. If they've got just a tenth of your excitement, Nick, you are on to a winner here, I have to say, because I think that's enthusiasm and excitement are some of the key ingredients that are often missing from our young people's lives. And so I think that's really good. Thanks so much indeed for chatting with us. I've really enjoyed this. Amazing. Thank and look you so much. Forward if, we, to if we don't pull this off, maybe I'll come and ask for a job as a radio DJ. Hey, I'm so. sure you're good. You could talk for England. But we, <laughs> you'll need to stop for ad breaks, I'm afraid, because they'll, they'll want ad breaks, which is really good. Uh, Nick Corston, I've so enjoyed this. Thanks very much indeed from Steamco. Nick Corston, have a great festival and we'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, matey. Bye-bye. Get into school radio for less. The Anderton Tiger Hub. For under £3,000, andertontiger.com forward slash hub. You're listening to the Sunday Times Education Festival Radio Show with Russell Prue.
It's just coming up to five minutes to one. The next interview will take us slightly over uh, because I had to pre-record this a little earlier on with Hal Roberts. He's terribly busy and he is up next. Keep the tweets, keep the texts coming. Thank you. Another hello to uh, the fabulous Tilly. Thank you so much indeed. You've been a big supporter uh, and tweeting away at Now Press Play and you're really good. And I really look forward to your flash mob. And by definition, we'll never know when it's coming. Or both tell me first and I can tell everyone else that we could be there. There's one thing I hate, and that's to miss a flash mob, and that certainly can't be allowed to happen. The Sunday Times Education Festival, brought to you by Summer House Education. Uh, Listeners, I'm so pleased and yet a little honoured to have the brilliant Hal Roberts on the telephone with me. How are you, sir? Hey up, Russell. I'm all right, thanks, mate. How are you? <laughs> Will I need some translation for this? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I'm on my best behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> it depends whether I get excited or not. Oh, the, brilliant. I, what I find is the more, the more excited I get, the more northern I get. Oh, there's <laughs> nothing wrong in that, I have to say. Nothing <laughs> wrong in that at all. Now, with the conference, very, very lucky to have you yeah. speaking on Friday the 19th. You're on stage at 11.30. Yeah. What you're going to be talking about? Well, it's it's that thing. Um, I'm, the thing I've got in my head at the moment, and I have done for for quite a while, is is the sort of uh, liberating ourselves as teachers and liberating the children in terms of curriculum coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been talking about imagineering, just the bit that we do before we plan and before we engineer our lessons and our learning cycles and things like that. Actually, we we just have to sit down and, and imagineer on our own, but also perhaps in teams, in groups and so on, about really good ways of getting the kids hooked in and engaged and, I mean, dare I say it, having fun sometimes. Mm, you dare, you can dare if, if say that's allowed. it. <laughs> well, well, it is allowed, and that the more opportunity we get to tell to tell the Secretary of State for Education that that's really where it needs to be at. Yeah, and, well, and, oh. I think I, I'm, I'm having a, I'm having a lot of fun in, in lessons now. I'm, I'm still, I, I mean, people sometimes think I think wrong with that. I'm just a bloke in a Matalan suit that wanders around telling people how to teach, and I, I, I certainly don't do that. And, I'm, 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 I do travel around and I do talk to lots of teachers, but also I'm working with uh, a lot of different students and pupils, and I'm working with. Uh, I mean, last week before last, I was doing a lot of work with year ones and year twos. Next week, I'm working with in special schools with year fives and year sixes, and it's all about trying to find the good ways that work. You know, I don't think there is one size fits all. I think it's about just finding the things that that resonate with kids. How do we make the curriculum resonate with the children in front of us i think that's what i'm doing next week or week after next at the conference i'm i'm thinking about that how do we get the kids to buy in and how do we sell that curriculum that we're offering to 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 the children and do you think that can ever come from a textbook um listen i'm i'm all right with textbooks i did i I did slag textbooks off in me in me oops in my book oops but I understand that there is a place for them, actually, and I might have been a bit unfair. But having said that, I do think, you know, I, I went to school in the 80s and the textbook was used as, as basically the, the main teaching tool and it was there and you copied it out and, and that were it. And it, it wasn't a great way to learn and, and as a consequence, I think I struggled because of the textbook. But I understand that, you know, for some people, they're, they're really useful and important and, and you know, I'm not going to take that away from them and do you think that's the is that the reason why we now have lots of teaching practitioners in place who perhaps need a boost with their imagination well yeah i'm I'm not i'm not saying that i mean i think we we can look around and you can say well everyone's you know i would say everyone's born imaginative i can't i haven't got the research to hand that, that says that but i think i think it's margot sunderland who said that you know we're all born with active seeking brains yep. and and one of the teaching standards is that we have to promote children's intellectual curiosity yeah. uh, or some or words to that effect and, and and i just wonder well how do we how do we continue to do that how do we do that on a wet wednesday with year nine um you know and that, and that takes some imagination and creativity and creativity to me you see isn't isn't necessarily dancing around and doing raps in in science it's actually um you know it, it's thinking right what's the best way forward with this particular with my kids in my class 
what's the way forward with these and how am I going to make this difficult concept, this challenging piece of work resonate with them so that they're going to buy in, so that they're going to invest in it um, in the way that, as an English teacher, I used to really work hard at getting the kids to invest in poetry or invest in, you know, the text that we had to study for the exams. It, I had to try and make it make sense to them, and that was my job. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm translating mm-hmm. a, a curriculum that is ultimately written down on a piece of paper. So, does that make sense? Oh, very much so. I just I hope just... It, it chimes nicely with your potential audience who. Who, who may have bought a few more textbooks than the rest of us together uh, yeah, and are looking yeah. for a solution out of a box. And I think what I'm hearing from you is mm. that that kind of solution doesn't exist anymore and that we've got to invest in the creativity of our, or, or trust the creativity of our educators. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think, you know, I, I do, I do do, you know, I do training events and I do get asked to do insets and mm. i feel really privileged to do so mm. but i'm never I, I never feel like i'm going in and telling people how to do the job what i'm trying to do i guess is shine a light on the opportunities that sometimes we miss mm. this morning i, I was with um, early years practitioners in mm. in newcastle and i had a, 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 two hours with them this morning and all I'm, I'm i'm not telling them how to be early years practitioners i wouldn't dream of doing that but what i did do and, and the feedback was really nice and the work we did was fun and 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 it was useful. They were telling me at the end, this is what I'm going to do with the result of it. And it's it's that idea of shining the light, really, and saying that there there's there's an opportunity. Don't don't let it slip by because you think you've got to go and tick a box somewhere else. Mm. Well, I've been in that audience. I have uh, I've enjoyed you a number of times, and I'm just I'm curious to find out whether the scarf is going to have its own Twitter ID <laughs> soon. I mean, will it have its own Facebook account? Is that allowed? Well, it, it has been suggested that cover of that Oops book, um, which I, I mean, I loved writing that book, and it was um, it was it was brilliant, and, and it was it was really nicely received. I, think, I say it was brilliant. It was brilliant for me to mm. get to have the opportunity to write it, mm. uh, and it's gone. It seems to have gone down nicely. And, yes, but the picture does grab people, and it was that was just a photo of me when I was a full-time teacher just uh, in, in, the, in the staff room and it was taken by one of my colleagues Jane, Jane Hewitt and um, she, uh, she took that picture and then when I sent it to the publishers they said right we're making that the cover and I, at first I thought oh dear who wants to buy a book with me on the cover but actually it's, it's really been great because <laughs> people talk about it and I think uh, my deranged expression sort of sets the tone for the rest of it <laughs> I love the scarf, the scarf's good, it's a trademark you need to trademark something I need, I need to do it, don't I? I need to, I need to work on that. <laughs> Brilliant. If people want to find out more, and they should certainly take a copy of the book, I, um, yeah. I, I can't profess to having uh, read all of it, but I have skimmed through some of it. Um, yeah. I have enjoyed uh, particularly um, just listening to you on stage because you yeah. have an energy which I think is just kind of missing um, from somewhere. And maybe yeah. for a whole range of reasons, people are just feeling drained, particularly at the yeah. moment. Yeah, uh, which that. is interesting. Actually, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the book's gone down well. I'm, I'm writing another, and you know, and it's uh, I'm, I'm being asked to do a, a lot of different things, and I'm finding it really exciting. Good, so good, brilliant. And of course, you're an independent thinking associate as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really important. The work they work there is really important. They, um, it's it's uh, it's. I encourage people to go and have a look at the independent thinking website, mm. independentthinking.co.uk. Mm. It's just full of really credible, interesting people who, um, you know, you might who listeners might like to work with or, mm. or get in touch with. Mm. It's a good organisation and it's values-driven. Indeed. It's important. It's not just a speaker's agent. No, indeed. Ian's done a really good job with that and, uh, mm. and uh, it's a, yeah. a good group of thinkers, you say, who aren't prepared to always toe the line, and I like that. So Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting group. It's an interesting bunch. But it's in, I, I'm really I feel really privileged, because um, um, I get I do get to travel around and mm. I do get to meet lots of different mm. people. Diff, different people. And the one thing I will say, as difficult as it is in education at, at times, and there's the static that surrounds education and that sits above schools, mm. putting enormous amounts of pressure on school leaders, on uh, middle leaders, and on class teachers and on children. The, the, the thing that comes across to me is that people are still quite hopeful and mm. people are still up for um people are still up for you know doing the best they can yeah. i don't think anyone gets up in the morning and says you know today i'm going to lower standards <laughs> and <laughs> you know they don't do they no. and I, 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 don't, I, I don't meet 
those drains anymore or those i mean i meet lots of positive people happy positive people now if people yeah. want to connect with you on twitter yeah. where can they find you how uh, on, on twitter i'm pretty easy to find it's at howell underscore roberts um and i'm pretty because of my name it's h-y-w-e-l roberts because of my name it's, it's I, I, if you put me in a search engine it'll it'll pop up there aren't and many of you around not not many there's a couple and we're all we're all we're all all right <laughs> it's just i'm doing the teaching bit <laughs> Brilliant. As ever, a delight to <laughs> chat with you. Have a great Sunday Times Festival. Um, yeah. It's an amazing event. This is my second one. Absolutely love it. To be. It's a great opportunity to meet people from wide range of backgrounds. Often yeah. we just think of the event as just being the Welly College set, but it is way, way beyond that, I have to say. Yeah. And I was really surprised last year. I hope you have a really yeah, good... Yeah, it is fantastic, and it? it does defy some expectations. I yeah. remember when I first went, it, it's, um, it's a different sort of festival. It's, it's, it's brilliant and it's uh you can't help but be inspired there's loads of brilliant people there as well good and um, to connect with so i hope yeah, they clap us. loudly for that. always a pleasure i hope they clap loudly for you and have a really good <laughs> uh, you can still get tickets for howl if you want he's on friday the 19th he's on stage at 11 30 don't miss him he is worth every penny Hal, thanks very much for joining us this is the Sunday Times Education Festival Radio Show, powered by Anderton Tiger Broadcasting. Well, that's your lot for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you very much to all my guests, to Nick, to Alex, to Ben, to Howell, to Ian, to Joe, to Tilly. Thank you to you for listening. That was a great piece to finish with as well. Howell is just amazing. Do not miss this year's. It's bigger. It's better. It's more amazing than any of the Sunday Times festivals have gone before it. You have to be there. We'll see you there on the 18th and 19th of June. For the moment, thank you very much for listening. My name's Russell Brew. Hope you enjoyed today's Taster Show. You're listening to the Sunday Times Education Festival Radio Show with Russell Prue. The Sunday Times Education Festival. www.festivaleveducation.com